We are streaming and we are recording. Does that mean live? Go live? Hey, hey everybody. We are totally live. Perfect. I can only see myself and my two wonderful guests, Lisa Reese and uh, Brian Marblehead White. Marblehead number nine, by the way. Uh, number nine is important. It is important. Uh, I'm late to the party, but we're just going to go with it. Bad audio, and I'm going to get grief because I'm Mr. Complain about bad audio, and I have a bad audio thing going on. So, starting off oh, fresh. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Lee's running. Lee's running the show. So he's driving. He's driving. I'm just hosting. We're gonna get into it. I'm Brian Kellison. Quick little intro. Uh, been cycling for probably 20 years. Online cycling, probably from 2019 on. Uh, and the. Accolades, here you go, the accolades, right? Uh, first in my group ride. That's it. That's enough. That's all that matters is if you win the group ride. First, you totally win the group ride. Totally. And, and when no one shows up, then you're absolutely first in the group ride. No, no, no. My accolade, we'll get to accolades, whatever. We'll get to it. Uh, I just want to introduce, uh, let's go with uh, Brian Marblehead. <laughs> I'm Brian White. I live uh, about an hour south of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and kind of been started cycling, would have been about 12 years ago, and been riding indoors since 2017. And that, that all started because of, all because of, uh, I got sideswiped by a car, and then the little kids aspect of not having to leave. So that's where I started riding inside. It started with Swift and branched out other places and, you know, just see what's out there. Your turn, Lee. Go. Well, I've been riding since, like, six years old. Love riding a bike. Love riding really slow. Started indoor riding 2016 was my first ride in Swift. I've uh, been riding ever since. Love indoor biking love the accessibility that it provides and i love talking about cycling stuff i could talk for hours and that's i think what you know the point of this podcast is going to be absolutely all right enough with the intros They're, people are going to learn this or not that's it they're either going to get it or they're not going to get it i'm just joking okay let's just go with into the first topic since we're short on time because brian's got to get to work i forgot the time frame because we're <laughs> all over the all over the North America right now, but must be UTC problem here. It is a UTC. It is a time zone. We will always have time zone problems, and that's a good thing. Uh, the state of e-cycling, twenty twenty three going into twenty twenty four. I think that's a good place to start. We've been we the three of us have been talking offline. I don't know, probably the last year or so. And that's where the, the, the origin of this, of this podcast was like, hey, you know, maybe we can just start doing this. And, and be, besides being in someone's chat, because we all stream and there's a, it's a tight knit community. I think we should, we, we as a group of the community should start transitioning from, hey, this was uh, a, a niche thing before the pandemic and then the pandemic sort of threw everyone into it. And there's, and there's people that stuck around after the pandemic, but the sport is growing even more. And it should, I feel that there should be a state of like, where are we currently? And uh, I want to start with where in the platform of East, the, the, the popular platform is, is Zwift, of course, but there's other platforms. There's ones that have passed away and we'll get to that a little bit later, but the state of e-cycling is, for me, it is a, uh, it is a rebirth. That's that's where I'm going with it right now. It's like a rebirth. It's like we had the pre-pandemic, sort of very small group of people that were really mm -hmm. into it, and then we had the pandemic where everyone was into it, and then once life came back and people were outside again, now it's just sort of like, uh, hey, our, I, I'm I'm choosing because of, of what you guys said in your intros. The convenience of it, but then the convenience, but also, hey, the competed the competition is is now getting uh, uh, better, and there's more options, and the racing is changing. 
Uh, so uh, I'm saying rebirth. That's a good point. Uh, Pre-COVID, I was the same borderline A, and I was just into A. Um, and you had the same 15, 20 people in every single race. There was no more than 5,000 people on at peak time. So you raced against the same people, you knew them. I raced against Casey. You know, he always beat me. And same Casey, with like- who's Casey? Casey Shum, sorry, Casey Shum. He's okay. one of the original- uh, I know who he I is, guess. but for the people that don't know. Yes, for the people that don't know. He's live event, uh, competed very well and all of them. And he's like the kind of the godfather of the streaming community, him and Nathan Guerrero were some of the, I think Nathan was first and Casey was shortly later, but I know I was watching Casey. He was the first one I watched. So I kind of learned my racing from him. So if anyone wants to learn how to race, he's an excellent, excellent person to kind of learn from. So that's where, you know, I started with Adam Zimmerman and these guys. Well, then COVID happened and you get 40,000 people in here. There's people all over the place. So, and now, you know, the numbers have, I think, crashed a good bit. People are riding outside, they're being around more. And it's, you're kind of, we don't know where this is going. So this is a good, like you said, it's a rebirth because we had an explosion. Now we crashed back down and I think this winter would kind of be a good path to see where this is going to take us with the UCI getting more involved uh, on a different platform from Zwift. RGT had the national championships and now I believe they are coming to Zwift. If I understood what you guys were saying uh, in the Discord chat. So I think this will be a good year. And the biggest thing is we always need to be improving the the sport because this is what a lot of people this is what we do now because of the convenience because of the ease of it and i don't have to travel three four hours to do you know a very highly competitive race you know we could do it from our basement your turn those are all pretty good points i think for me what's really interesting is i mean e-cycling has been out for a while say i think zwift was in beta in 2015 and i think it's taken a long time but i believe in the last few years they've kind of really dialed down what kind of competitions are needed for esports i think a lot of it was trying to mirror outside riding which outside riding doesn't work necessarily for you know exact what we're trying to accomplish indoor. And I think like with the Worlds last year where they had the Omnium, the three little races, I think you, uh, Nationals US is going to the Omnium, you know. Yeah, that, was, that came out, that was an email, I think this morning actually. And I think it's finally turning to a point of what works for e-cycling and what the even sort of spectators want to see in e-cycling. I mean, I don't think guys want to sit and watch a four hour outdoor type, you know, race. Uh, so for yeah, me, I, I think I, moving I'm, forward, you know, I'm excited to see sort of the types of competition, you know, that's happening. Yeah, I gotcha. It's, it's, and I want to clarify like e-cycling as there's casual and then there's I say like competitive or uh, verified or like whatever, like elite, right? There's casual and there's like elite, but like elite is also a class for, you know, racing. I'm just saying elite as in like people that will, are willing to jump through the hoops to do the things to do, to do the verification, uh, whatever the promoter does or whatever the, the governing body sort of suggests. Uh, that's that's sort of like the non-casual race where it's like, hey, I want to get a workout in, or hey, I just want a hard effort, and I'll jump in like a casual race. And there's whether it's against bots or it's against real people. The 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 summer has ended, and now it's now it's the real time. This is why I'm saying like it's like a rebirth, it, or it's the opportunity for a rebirth, right? 
So it's the life has come back to normal, really. I mean, 2022 was kind of pretty much things come back to normal, but 2023 is where, you know, it, all the restrictions are coming down. People are outside, people are doing the things, you know, vaccinations, all that stuff. Now it's like, are you willing to come inside because you've been outside to actually focus and do your, do a, a competition in your quote unquote off season? And that's where it's like the, 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 the numbers will, will dictate that, right? So like the active users, the people buying trainers, the people doing the things they're doing, doing, because there are options now. It's not just, hey, I'll come on and jump on Zwift. It's, yeah. I want to do, I, well, we lost our GT this week, uh, and who I was a big fan of. I know you guys also enjoyed it, but I was a, I was a big fan of, of it as well. Uh, and now when there was going to be, hey, you're coming inside, there's a lot of options because options are good. It gives people chances to do what they want to do. We just lost a big, essentially a second tier player on the the e-cycling casual or competitive. So this is where it's like, this has got a, this is a, a season where it's, can it, can it survive this, this, this season? And I think what's going to end up happening is, I mean, you're already seeing this. You're going to have cyclists specialize in esports. Yeah. You know, because it is in the off season, you're not going to have a world tour pro ride the Tour de France in Paris, Roubaix, and then be like, oh, I'm going to put in a hard indoor season. You know, that's their off season. But so you're going to get these opposites of, you know, guys that strictly, this is what I do. I do indoor. Yes, but they're, I'm not saying pro, like World Tour pros will, will, will probably not do it, right? But you have people going longer. They're, keep, they're, they're doing year-round fitness. Like if you look at the cyclocross people that are, oh, yeah. you know. So instead of doing cyclocross, there's esports now for one, like, like Brian was saying, is his safety and he has children. It's like, hey. I used to do cyclocross or whatever. Now the convenience of doing e-cycling, I'll, I'll maintain fitness through the my off season, right? That's yeah. that's something that could be used to, to promote this sort of season. This is the winter season in the north in North America, southern Hem or yeah. uh, northern hemisphere. Excuse me. What do you think, Brian? No, I I agree with that. The the availability of getting on doing your workout with people all across the world and pushing yourself is something that's going to be very very in, interesting to see how more people do this as it becomes more programs you know whether it's my whoosh indie velo and zwift and crank up as these evolve i think a big part of the the attraction, and maybe I'm looking at it wrong, but like I can get on with other people that are better than me to push myself to get to that next level. Like if I'm racing the cyclocross, Zwift I think is perfect for that. If you if you decide not to sit in and sprint at the end, if you decide to push the pace and attack and get those efforts in, and it doesn't have to be in Zwift. Indy Velo's bots are excellent with responding. So it depends on what you want out of it. You know, if you don't want to just get on and do an ARG workout and, you know, go home. But I think that's a big part of the draw for people to be year round and become that indoor specialist because it's a specific set of skills that where you know, riding for four hours and then doing a whatever 20 minute effort up a climb. That's not really a thing in Swift. Obviously it's a benefit if you can do that, but you know, in our, in our race where you go full gas for maybe 20 minutes of that on and off, do some attacks, hold some threshold. I think that's a big part of what, you know, year round, like these are the re year round fitness would be a big part of it. I think the, uh, original pack dynamics in Zwift was very cyclocrossy. It was attack, 
ride as hard as you can for 45 minutes. There was no draft. It was just go as hard as you can. And I mean, for me, <laughs> indoor kind of took over from cyclocross. I love cyclocross racing. I hate mud. I hate rain. And I really, really wish cyclocross was in the spring or summer because I love the format of cyclocross racing, but I hate destroying my bike every Sunday yeah. to and have to wash it, it clean it and repair yeah. it all week to go and like destroy it on Sunday. But I find indoor definitely fills that gap. Okay, so you bring up a good point about the previous pack dynamics. This is uh, something we wanted to touch on, anyways, which is the new the new Zwift pack dynamics. What four point one, right? So this leads into into the tail end of the the state of e-cycling, right? What what are the things that or what is the one thing that you think is necessary for the people coming back? Let's say the people are like, hey, it's a rainy day, and I'm coming back for maybe one day or two days. And then there's people that are coming back because they are done with their outside, outside and they want to do inside. And then there's people that are strict indoor. They only do indoor. They're not even outdoor, right? They're like, hey, I've been on this thing, but I haven't. I've been casual or whatever. What is the one thing to keep or to bring people back and keep them thinking about, hey, this is this is this is the rebirth or whatever the state. Like, what's the one? thing that you think uh, needs improvement or is, is good enough. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing that that's going to be good for the future of the sport. I think pack dynamics is a weird one. I mean, all three of us have raced outside yeah. and there's a lot of people that have raced outside. And I think we push our feelings of how it feels outside into a video game where there is a ton of people on Zwift who Zwift is their first form of racing or indoor yeah. cycling. They have never raced outside ever and they have no preconceived notion of what a pack should feel like, of what even a race effort should feel like. So for them, I think getting into Zwift, they're like, oh yeah, this is indoor racing. For us, we're like, man, this is brutal. This is not this doesn't feel real at all where now the pack dynamics are shifting to more realistic and you hear the huge grumbling on social media being like this is hard now this is yeah. racing like, it's shifting like the outside people are like yay this is feeling good and all of the people that have never raced outside are like this sucks i hate this i always want to sit in the pack you know and sprint for the finish mm -hmm. and get a good workout in so there's this weird like mm, dynamic and i think that's what leads a lot of people to games like indie velo that is very focused on the feeling of the game of a more you know simulation realism yeah the in the spring well i guess it was the last winter when I was invited to the beta of Indie Velo, I was excited because Zwift, I was bored of Zwift racing. Like I didn't do the ZRL. Like I was just, you know, I was running Zwift because I, I didn't have to ride my little loops like on RGT. I know Brian and I joke about that a lot, but Indie Velo had interesting physics. It had, I didn't have to ride in a, a loop. I could explore, take different turns and it had good dynamics. And then you fast forward to what, I think August maybe, end of July, beginning of August, and they updated these pack dynamics in Zwift. And I, I wasn't subscribed to Zwift for a couple months. And I came back because it felt good to me who had raced outside and it was more interesting. And just like Lee said, you know, pace partners were slower, like people just over the top with you know, this guy went off the front, he's cheating or whatever. Like, this is how things go. You get a gap and you have to chase me back. You can't just sit back there and do two watts per kilogram and, you know, chase someone down to 4.5 off the front or whatever the number may be. So going off that, we like it because we raced. But the general public coming in for the first time or even maybe at the 
you know, they was here at the spring and then come out. You're going to get people. It's like, whoa, what happened to Zwift? This is so much different, but it's more realistic, and that's that's something. It's it's a fine line. I don't know how we balance so, that. So so is it is it good that if because I was talking, I can't remember who I was talking to about uh, the way that Zwift has moved back. Like they were, they were, they went their direction wherever it was, but now mm -hmm. they're sort of working back to simulation. Obviously, they have the game stuff, like the the, the power ups and different things like that. But is it is this the sustaining thing to go? Hey, we want it to be more simulation like, and people that are coming back are going to have to relearn, which might be frustrating, but it might be better to go. Hey, I was I I learned the the old way and now I have to learn the new way. The people that are naive or innocent, or excuse me, ignorant in their understanding of what racing is, is it then the mentality that needs, so it needs to be explained by Zwift or it needs to be explained by Indivello? Like this is what, this is our approach. Like our goal is this. And then that's the sort of thing. I think it, I think it's supposed to be, uh, I think it should be explained in a sense that, hey, this is our direction. This is what we're trying to do. I think they're doing that. Sometimes I don't read all the the the, the updates on the, why they're doing theirs. What I did the test. I did the tests of the uh, 4.0, uh, and it felt like Swift. It always feels like Swift to me, right? It's not like it's it's super changed. Like RGT felt like RGT to me all the time. Andy Velo is sort of Swift. It's like a Zwift clone, and I don't think that they're trying to, like, from what I understand, they're not trying to uh, replicate Zwift, but they have a lot of Zwift tendencies. And there is, a, yeah. which is like simulation, like Zwift was trying to simulate an outdoor ride while you're stationary. Same with other platforms. So is it is it the mentality or is it the physics that we need to say is, or this is what I'm saying, is time will tell what sticks for people but i think i think it is the i think it is you 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 do it from a developer standpoint you make the game the way it is and the people that are into it will will stay with it stay with it and then there's people that will leave with it if they don't if they don't want to come back like this is not what i expected before whether they're inside or outside it's like new people that have never ridden outside if you're coming to the game you don't know that you don't know yeah no I think it, I think the mentality is what will drive people to stay or leave. I think that that'll be the force of what it is. Like how how you are expecting something, and how you receive it, that'll decide whether you you know you try something else or you come back tomorrow to do it. And then what may happen is they try Zwift, I'm like yeah, I'm not really into it. And then we go to say crank up. It's like well, okay, that's not it either. And then Indivelo, eh, I don't know. And then they might just come back to Zwift because it may take that trying the other platforms to see you know what what it is that they they are looking for and zwift has a lot to offer you know other platforms are building um and like rgt they kind of knew what they were they stuck in their lane they had good physics they did their thing but unfortunately it just didn't have the people to to be the you know the mass well, success because people you know there's a lot of speculation on why RGT is gone, right? And we don't have, we don't have the official reasoning other than what their official statement was. And I, I think I have a screenshot of it, or we can go back and look at my my stream that I streamed the thing where it finally finished. Uh, and what you want to touch on? Well, let's, we can go to that. Let me uh, let me find my uh, stream here, real quick. The uh, uh, what was the statement here? Pardon me. Fill some time. Fill some time. The uh, was, any questions from the chat? You go, oh, uh, let's see here. Something I'm too that I haven't tried was uh, my whoosh. I'm really curious about this. I've watched you, Brian, on it. I'm curious of what it's like, what it feels like, and I, I kind of understand that. the the money side of it is why they chose yeah. to go there, and. I don't know of anyone that rides my whoosh except for one local guy because he's a very frugal guy 
<laughs> that it's free. It's free. And there's no limitations like RGT because he tried that. And it's like, oh, I want to do this, but I can't. But my whoosh, it's just, it's there okay. and he doesn't. We'll He's that. the only one. I'll get, well, I have a story about my whoosh, but. Uh, okay. So I'll read the statement. This is this is on uh, uh, this was on RGT when you launched it after they shut down the servers. Which is Wahoo's vision is to build the better athlete in all of us through our world-renowned Kicker Smart Trainer range, Element GPS devices, connected fitness products, and software to develop to develop to deliver. Excuse me, to deliver the best experience for you. We have made the strategic decision to focus on our long established strengths around structured training, content through system, and have closed RGT as of October 31st, 2023. So from that, what do you take from Italy? I think they're going after trainer road. It's what, as far as with system, I think they're moving into that space because they've attempted to take on Zwift that didn't work so well now they're partnering or seemingly partnering with Zwift well where can they steal subscription they already have system is pretty awesome already oh, where yeah. can they go they can start stealing subscriptions from trainer road really yeah I mean that's, the, that's their challenge uh, yeah yeah system I'll offers say a this lot. I've tried system and I've done trainer road I mean the option to watch a video, even if it's about some Afghanistan women's cycling team or whatever it was, it kept my interest. It kept me something, didn't really know anything about it, but there was something to it. Then you got the Sufferfest videos where you're watching that. In my opinion, Trainer Road, for me to do it, I have to have something else going on. I can't just get on and watch the blank screen as my little line goes across the interval. Right. So. If I didn't like Swift, if I didn't like anything else and I was gonna do something, I have, I have a local friend like that, that he does system and that's all he does. Yeah. And he's only doing Swift now cause he got a year uh, membership for free for having the annual thing with the uh, system. Yeah. But so let me jump in just because we're, we're going down the system road and it's about the RGT, right? So they chose to stop RGT. And I think Lee's right, as we talked about this, the, the, the competitor with, with system or Sufferfest, previously Sufferfest is now Wahoo system, is the, is the trainer road people who are, mm -hmm. I don't want to race online, I just want to train with what system offers, like we both, all three of us have said, it's good, it's a good value because it actually has, well, system has off, off the bike stuff, it has mobility, strength. Yeah yoga all these other things and the videos i actually did one of the video rides one of the pro rides and it was cool the thing with rgt is they had something that was yes a competitor to zwift but it didn't have the incentives of the majority of zwift people like the people that ride on zwift, like zwifters or whatever is there's the casualness of it there's people there like people like the people like people and so if you're riding with people and you see other people, you're like, oh, I'll do this group ride, or I'll do this, this pace bot sort of thing. The, the thing about RGT for me is I, it was the best feeling for me. Like it felt the best, like it's, it's physics felt the best to me. Now I'm biased because it's my opinion, but I think there's other, like you guys, how did you guys like the feeling of RGT? Oh, I'll answer, RGT. Yeah, I'll answer Alan's question. I don't think system uses AI. I don't think it's adjusted. I think it uh, kind of gives you your workouts and go. Yeah, I don't think currently that, yeah. I mean. You have to do but, that 4DP test, which isn't fun. And then it bases your workouts on that 4DP test. That 4DP test, the development, I think that was Neil Henderson, the guy who uh, was the coach. He's That's no a longer test. There. Yeah, it's a great test. It sucks and it's hard. But when you when you actually do complete it, you feel really accomplished. Like when I did that 20 after doing those three other tests, like you do two sprints, then like a five minute effort, I think it was. And then you do the 20 minute like a race. Yes, it, whatever. It, it's like a race. It's like two sprints. Oh, no, it's two sprints, 
a five minute effort, 20 minute effort, and then a, then like a 10 second all out max. And it really gives you an insight of like who you are, right? If you kind of already know who you are. Yeah. But and it gives you metrics based on your fatigued state, which yes. a lot of plans don't do where it's like, Hey, that last 10 second sprint, the first 10 second sprint you did was 1200 Watts. The last one was eight. Like this is your curve, you know, yeah. as you fatigue, this is what we need to work on. It's I've done it. You've done it. Lee. Have you done it, Brian, the 40 P I have not done that one. No. Okay. Regardless. No, I got a, I got a month yeah, of trial of it. Maybe once I get, if it's still valid, when I get done with my surgery rehab, I might try to see what it gives me. Yeah. I don't like testing and I don't like structure, but when I have to do it, which I'm going to start doing it again, the system that I, when I was doing system, I did the pro ride. I did a woman's pro ride where they have like a person in the radio and they kind of tell you, and they give you video where it kind of looks like you're doing what you're, you're just replicating the race of like, Hey, this attack or this breakaway. But even the 40p and the other stuff, it's it's very satisfying. Now, I liked RGT, so it was tough to do. They were too segmented. That was the that was the thing is I think the plan was Wahoo was going to merge them, and they never yeah. got to merging them. And I think it would have been much better for them to merge, but yeah. it probably is too difficult, and they just couldn't do it. Yeah, it, it, you're right. It seemed like too two separate entities living in the same house and didn't talk to each other. That's kind yeah. of what I got out of it. But for me, good back to the RGT, I like the physics of it. I like the racing. I enjoyed it. It felt realistic. Like, and I like three R races. I like the mass start races. RGT at mass start. Okay. I know Brian, he's good. I don't know, like, I forget some of the names. I know Brian, you know, but like for Stefan and some it's of these Stephane other guys. Day. Yeah, we had some regulars on our uh, yeah. thing. I knew their strengths, but some of these other guys would pop in. I had no idea. And the same with me. They didn't really know me because I wasn't there all the time. But we started together, and I did, like, if I wanted an all-out 30-minute effort, you know, one day I beat Brian because I just went 4.6 watts out of the pen for the whole entire race, which, you I know. I wasn't expecting that, actually. Right. Yeah, you beat and me. Then, you, I couldn't catch you. Yeah. And then other races, you know, you try attacking. I know Brian's going to wait because the course suits him more than me, but everyone else, I don't want to get caught. I keep going, and I'm able to keep that gap. Like, at one point, Brian is absolutely, like, just – I don't know, 600 watts, like crushing it, and he can't catch me. He's making ground, but he's not going to catch me by the finish. And yeah. that's exciting. So I enjoyed it. I am sad to see it go because I'm watching some of like the echelon and then the more attended races. It seemed very good races. And I think I did a few, yeah. several hundred, I think they were the Grand Fondo series. I forget who put them on, but they were good. They were fun. You know, it was a hundred people there or more. And I could ride as hard as I wanted. People were in front of me. I could take it easy and ride with a group in. So it's just unfortunate that those people weren't there consistently. Yeah. And that's it. it, it let me bring this up. Or Lee, you want to have, you want to talk about RGT? Give your last thoughts on it or? Uh, I didn't race a lot in RGT. I enjoyed the times that I did race in RGT. And actually I, they put on some really good events and those were probably what I enjoyed with the most, you know, the Sunday morning E Fondo series. Mm -hmm. uh, and I found RGT did a good job of putting on some longer races, which I think is needed. I mean, I don't have a lot of free time, but I do enjoy some of the longer, like one and a half, two hour yeah. rides. Yeah. Yeah. I don't believe there's enough of those in Zwift. I mean, there's like a once a week, 160 K thing. There's few and far between. Seems to be. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, but there's never on the time when I need it. The RGT mm -hmm. ones always ended up being like 7.30 AM Sunday morning where I'm like, sure, why not? You yeah. know, I can do 7.30 yeah. Sunday morning, but I can't do 8 PM Friday night. <laughs> like yeah. I'm going to bed. Yeah. yeah. That was the thing. Yeah. I was, I, 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 go ahead. Go ahead, Brian. Oh, no. Like, 
that's my biggest complaint about Zwift is like I got to do two races or time it like I got all right I'm gonna ride for an hour zone two or do a workout and then do a race just trying to get that bigger longer harder effort because so few races are more than an hour like Zwift has such a focus on the short races and I know they're there but like Lee said they don't always very rarely do they work out where I can hop into it in half two and a half hours to do a 100k race I don't yeah, know how but, a program can have so many races all at the wrong time. <laughs> like, yeah. they're all, like, I mean, there's a race every 15 minutes, and I go through, and I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Like, that's the thing. Is, oh, is This one looks is, good. Oh, it's 2 in it, the morning. Is it more that's better? Because there's options. Like, there's races. Now the Tour of Watopia is going on. And that was the thing. Is like, there were races, there were events, like, every hour on RGT. They didn't pollute it with their own events. Like Zwift yeah. has its own events. RGT had its own events that were set up by RGT. Then people could do their own events with Magic Roads and their own promotions and stuff like that. And that got, those tools even got better and better and better over time. But the, but the people, you could go in and race bots. Now, we're complaining about Zwift, but if there's nobody in those races with Zwift, like I've, I've hopped into races and there's like one or two people. And then they just poof, drop out. So, what? Well, I believe you, I thought they talked about getting rid of those races. Uh, that They're still there. It. I haven't seen it. Yeah, because there's there was one I jumped in the other day, and it was like two people, like one person for the A's, two people for the B's. I don't like, know where it stands. You, Lee's right. There was, if you don't have more than say ten people or whatever, there was a number. And they were going to chop those events off. Group rides, they were leaving leaving alone, but races, they were trying to clear that up. And I haven't seen that actually happen because you're still getting the same races with two, three people. And right, and even if they do clean that up, if there's nobody there, are those people just going to find other races or whatever? Like I, I think they are getting cleaned up because I'll do like I did this yesterday. I race later in the evening. I do my stream later in the evening. And then I go to the racing category in Zwift and there's nothing, there's nothing populated. So as soon as the like eight o'clock Pacific, mm -hmm. it is just, it just doesn't have anything. It says like, Hey, okay. if you want to do other stuff, they're just gone. Now stuff leading up to that. I don't know, but that was just trying to go back to RGT because I do want, I do want to finish up like, and I know Lee talked to me about this. The, the, the thing, the, the first time I tried RGT was 2020, right? December of 2020. Uh, it was like late in the, late in the pandemic year. And I was, I was, I was actually frustrated with Zwift because I was doing the Z, first season of ZRL, uh, Zwift Racing League for anybody. I was doing it with my team, Penn Velo, and we only had four people for a team of six or however many people. Yeah, six people first, mm -hmm. the first First, first time you ever did it. Yeah, we only had four people and we did 10 races. So it was 10 weeks and we were doing TTTs, every, team time trials, every single, every other week. And we were just getting destroyed. But I mean, I was putting up crazy amount of effort just to kind of do it. And I wanted to be better. I wanted to be more team oriented and do more team stuff. So I was like, hey, let's practice. How do we do the algorithm? You know, sort of like the, the RNG of, of Zwift. And then I was like, seeing that it was client side, and I was frustrated that what I was seeing was different than my other teammate. Because I would say, "Hey, yeah. come on, hey, I'm coming on your right," because I slowed down or I'm going through you or whatever. Yeah, you, know, you had to phase through people. And then I saw a video by Jonathan Crane in my algorithm, and it was talking about RGT, about RGT, and uh, what's the difference between RGT and I'm like, what is this? And that's how I got introduced. And they were doing, they were still doing uh, the first season of uh, Echelon Racing League on. Zwift, or excuse me, on, on RGT, and it was a two-app system, and I did a crit, and I was blown away by the the concertina cor cornering. Like I was, it was strung out, and it felt like I was actually in a in a simulated race, and that blew me away. Now I got dropped like a bad, you know, bad habit coming off the back of it, but that is my fondest memory of any e-cycling any e-cycling is that where i was like 
oh my goodness, this game at least feels like a corner, like it feels like it's being strung out, like I would do a crit. Yeah, you're right. Like some of the races, the NorCal races, it, I haven't done a crit, but I've been in some lap races. You know what I mean? They were like, I think an eight mile loop. You know what I mean? So we got strung out in the corners and things like that. So that was my only experience with a, a crit style race, but I can see what you're saying. Like it was similar. Like you did have that, you know, grouping and you have to sprint to get on. Mm-hmm. Now, Brian, you got to go to work, but or, yes. you let us know when you're done and we'll wrap this up. But Lee, do you have any, what about your, I think that was your first, you had a similar, you had a similar experience. I think, right? Yeah, mine was totally the same as yours. Like the first time I ever did a race in RGT was a crit. And it was just like the light bulb went off, was like, wow, this feels exactly like the last real life crit that I wrote in. You know, people were grouping up, people were attacking, people were sitting in like resting i mean the group wasn't going super fast they weren't chasing if you didn't chase you didn't catch you know the group that was ahead like simple as that like it's just there was tactics involved and coming from zwift as a low level zwift racer every race i've ever done even against people in my own category just felt like a 100 percent tt effort yeah and then going to rgt it was like there was actually some strategy like i could sit in and recover and then bridge mm-hmm. where yeah. like and i don't get that with with zwift which was weird because how do you put people that are classified as a c how is everyone doing 300 watts for 40 minutes the whole time like it made no sense like <laughs> what is going on here yeah it and it improved over time. I remember that doing that first, those first couple uh, echelon races where I, I got, I got popped right out of the back. I'm like, oh, this is like, you know, me just getting shelled, right? Then you're, then you come back, you're like, I want more, right? It's kind of like with the, with a group ride outside, excuse me, <laughs> or even a Zwift race, like when you're first ready, oh, this was a great experience. Now, over time, when it continually happens, because of the pack dynamics, what you think, what you feel should, it should be, it is not. And that's where I was getting, I would get frustrated with, with, with Zwift as well, as I was getting dropped on all these, you know, obviously I'm a bigger rider, so I'm getting dropped on climbs. And I'm like, how am I barely hanging on uh, in this game? Because I'm relating it to outside. Mm-hmm. Right? This is not, because sim- I want simulation. There's people like, oh, it's Zwift, it's Zwift. Like there was teammates, even Penbello teammates. They're like, oh yeah, yeah, it's, you gotta do this. You gotta stand there. And I'm like, okay. But when you don't have another thing to kind of uh, reference like RGT and Zwift, and I would go back and forth, Zwift, RGT, and I even tried Kate Sport and I tried, uh, uh, and then, then my whoosh. And I know where we were talking about my whoosh and I can get to that story next, but the thing the, the thing I want to move on to is is the way the RGT was improving was not being seen by people because of, of of their first impression or the hey I came here and it didn't look like I wanted it to look like or it felt weird or I was a smaller writer and the physics didn't work for a smaller writer because it was all at once there was no CDA but I think the thing that sort of just the the whatever the nail in the coffin or the death knell of RGT was the mandatory lane changing positioning steering that forced everyone you have to steer and it just sort of like and, and i brought this up when it happened and lee you were very supportive of what i wrote which was the uh, it's on the wahoo forums if you want to see it uh we lost our flow like there was a flow with rgt just like a flow with with zwift and a flow with any other uh e-cycling uh platform is we went from you know the blob and the thing every sticking together but then it just went it just everyone kind of splintered away because people were just trying to pick lanes and there was no fear of crashing and that was where people were like i can't do this anymore and we had a lot of people that were loyal rgt people just they had to leave they're like i can't do this it's no longer fun 
I'm not even going to spend the time to learn it. And they were out. Now I spent time to learn it and it still needed, like, I still believe it still needed the hybrid thing. Yeah. I hate to wrap this up, but I got to leave here in eight minutes. Okay. So. All right, we'll wrap it up. Okay. That was, good. I mean, that was a very good point about what you're saying about the steering and then that and everything. Cause I don't know. I didn't like the steering cause you had to be, to be competitive and I didn't have steering. So I had to use the keyboard, but it also made it, it made it a benefit to steer and it and, made it more engaging to right. steer. And this is why I bring up the positioning thing. Cause I brought this up in an Indivelo post and I talk about it with the news with plays and we'll get into this into another podcast cause we're gonna wrap this up. But steering is not really steering steering in, in like GTA five bike mod that's steering where you can just ride anywhere you want to go up a mountain and you know, whatever. But like we're positioning because it's lanes. Zwift has its own sort of thing. My whoosh has its own thing. And I'll finish with the my whoosh thing. And then we'll do, we'll, we'll do a, we'll wrap up of, uh, and say goodbye. So now you get out of here. So my whoosh, right. Has, has positioning, but it also has that sort of hybrid thing where it brings you back. Like you can steer with the keyboard. I don't know if they're going to support devices anytime soon or if they do, but you can steer with the keyboard and it kind of moves you a lane. Take, you take a tire lane, but then it, it within like 10 seconds or so, it brings you back to the middle, kind of like Zwift where you can kind of move around and it kind of floats you around. And it's a hybrid of, we're going to kind of group you together because they're, we're going to keep you on rails. Right. And that's the learning curve that I want. That's, one of the next phases of the competitive side is positioning and doing that. Cause I do think it's beneficial, but the controllers need to be good. The, the, the ability for other people to have access to it. Cause I guess there's a distribution problem, which is another topic for another show, yeah. but the, my, let me get to the, my wish thing. So Barney was testing, uh, James Barnes, everyone, James Barnes is a, uh, South African, you, uh, World's competitor, I think he got fifth in Worlds. Is that correct? Lee, you got to look that up. Go to the go to the notes. Uh, so James Barnes is testing my whoosh, and the reason why he's testing my whoosh is because he's a world champion competitor. So to, to compete in the world championships, which is now my whoosh, he's now testing it out because he needs to know it, not because he wants to learn it. Where I was testing it out to learn it, and so I was helping him with direct connection and all that stuff. So you have a casual friend that's checking it out because of a budgetary reason. Well, now you have a elite competitor having to learn another platform. There are sticking points and he, we've talked about it. He and I have talked about it. I've talked about it publicly. There's a lot of yo-yoing and there's some delay in the, in the thing and they're improving. So they just did a recent update to improve things. But this is the part of the casual versus competitive, right? The competitive people will do the things they need to do to do the race. So that's why it's an e-cycling sport, like, or e-racing, or e-racing, or e-cycling, racing, whatever we want to call it. You'll jump through the hoops. You'll do the things, you'll learn my whoosh. You'll learn uh, Zwift. We used to learn RGT, right? And I spent a lot of time in RGT. What I've learned is there are two different kinds of people or there's multiple kinds, but most people are hey, casual, just want to not stare at the wall. don't want to look at not Netflix. So I'll do, I'll pay 15 bucks or whatever it is for your, in your region for online racing or online riding and I'll do a race or whatever. And then there's people like I'll do whatever it is to be the competitive edge, right? That is what I think is the rebirth. The rebirth is trying to get the racers to be more invested in it. And mm -hmm. then they, then they kind of get that casual rider. Uh, and another topic for the future is broadcasting that, that, that competitiveness. So that's my, that's what I learned. I learned that there's, like I said at the beginning is there's casual and competitive racers yeah. and riders. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think that the, there's a lot more casual 
riders oh, that were supportive of that, you know, competitive. And then like, once you're competitive, like you said, they, to go through the hoops, there's even more select few of those that'll go through the hoops to do those other programs. And, and, and do the hoops and know the hoops are, are correct. Because there's also like <clears throat> people that are helping create the hoops, like George, uh, I can't remember his last name, George from Indivello, but oh, even, yeah. even uh, Dean Cunningham, who was, who was a restart, he's, he helped develop some of the protocols, right? There's, there's because my whoosh has its own verification. RGT had its own verification with Echelon Racing League. Uh, and then Zwift uh, Grand Prix has their own verification. So like there, there could be a unified way to do this along with, hey, this is sort of thing because the game, the trainers act a certain way and, and this is a long-term discussion, but yeah, like people will jump through the hoops. Sorry to cut you off, Brian, but yeah. Oh, you're good. Now we gotta wrap her up because it's gonna be late for me. Yeah. All right. I was late. My apologies. We'll do this another time and another day. Uh, any final well, thoughts? You gotta, make, you gotta make the wife happy and get that bathroom done. Oh yeah. It's it's all done. <laughs> I gotta do just one thing. A drywall. Get out of here. I'm gonna jump on the bike now. So you're gonna you're gonna watch me stream for after I walk the dog. So that's actually that's what I'm doing next. That's yeah. We're gonna, do, we're gonna do that. Getting the family some food because everyone's been bugging me. All right. Thanks, everyone, for the first episode of the SpinCast. Uh, I've been your host, Brian Kelson, with this is the outro music. Where's, where's Beats? Beats, play the music right now. There we go. Now we don't have music. We definitely need to commission some Beats. We'll get all higher Beats for some Beats. Uh, yeah. Brian Brian White, everybody, thanks for hanging Marble. Hey, Check thank him you. out on uh, twitch.tv slash marblehead9. And uh, Lisa Reese twitch.tv slash Zabris and all the other socials, right? Yeah, all the okay. others. If you don't want it, follow us, follow us on Strava. Give us a hard time. I'm going to go try to win the group ride. All right. Good luck. Win thanks, it. everybody. Have coffee fun at work, Brian. All right. Coffee yeah, stop. Coffee yeah, stop. No more jungle. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Take see you. Later. Ya. Bye.